Episode 98, I'll Be Home for Christmas. I'm dreaming tonight of a place I love Even more than I usually do Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And happy December, everyone. We're uh, obviously kicking off the month with a little... uh, Christmas spirit. Christmas spirit. And, um, you know, some stores have had it since October, so we're, I guess, a little bit behind the ball um, as far as that goes. But, you know, we just want to talk about... Coming home for Christmas. Yeah, in our marriage. In our marriage. And um, Tony and I took the opportunity this weekend, the church at Rancho Bernardo, where we attend, where we're members, has this amazing marriage ministry. And, uh, you know... You've heard us talk about it. If, if you're a new listener, you probably haven't, and you will hear us talk about it if you go back. But those of you who have been listening, you know, we go to retreats. We go to what are called real marriage, real talks. And this is where folks will get up and they'll talk. Mm -hmm. It it can be, you know, Lisa and I have shared our story there in a very intimate session. Last night was a little larger with more of a presentation style going over some, some keys that seem very similar to what you could find in strip down 13 keys Mm -hmm. unlocking intimacy in your marriage. Okay. I just have to, I just have to say this. So, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're going to, we're going to talk about this and, and trust me, we are going to stay on topic because this pertains to the topic, but it was really funny because this is the first time since Tony and I have written the book that we've been in a presentation where we're looking at each other going, yeah, I think we covered this in the book. I think we covered this in the book. Um, in this case, there were nine, it was like nine must do's for every couple that has said I do, I yeah. think was their, their tagline. But, um, it was it was great because we're just sitting there going, yeah, we've we've covered this, we've covered this, we've talked about it, we've podcast on it, we've written about it, we've shared it, and yet, you know what? When you're on the receiving side of that information, even if you've done all of those things with it, there's still something to walk away with. Yeah, there's it still, really is. you know, and that's why, you know, whether you've listened to us from podcast one and we're very close to podcast one hundred, quite excited about that, um, two weeks away. Yeah. Um, or, you know, you've gone to the marriage retreats, you've read the, the marriage books, you've done all of these different things. Speaking of marriage retreats, you can find us in Michigan the first weekend in February. And we, we'll, we'll post more information we'll post as more we get information, it. We'll post more information as that is forthcoming. But we're going to be doing a marriage retreat there in Okemos, Michigan. And, you know... So a heads up for any of you in that area. Come and see us. We want to see Come and hang out that weekend. Yeah. Um. You know, give us faces to go with the names that we see on a regular basis. And, you know, I know it's cold in Michigan, but if you're in that area, you already know it's cold. So no excuses. Um, But it was really 
even though we kept giggling and you know nudging each other all last night, there were still a lot of things that really hit us. And you know, the first was that we made the time to make this happen yes. and to attend last night. We had a by choice, very busy weekend. Um, we had three birthday parties over three days um, for the kids. Which isn't usual for us, as many of you know. We, we don't sort of schedule ourselves out like that, but we had. We had, and, and partly it was one was a family friend, and then one was um, this little boy that Abby has a crush on, which I had originally said no, but she just begged and pleaded, and uh, you know, she's five, little crush. And it was fun because we went to Nickel City, which here is a arcade place where everything's a nickel. Mm-hmm. And it was just a blast because Alex and I got to go in there and play and have a good time. And there's some free games that you can play and they can win tickets and get stuff with their tickets. It was just a fun. It was a, it fun, was a fun night. And then Saturday was just this family friend's birthday party. And we had a great time there just seeing, you know, the, that family. And then Sunday was Alex's birthday party. And after that, you know, after three birthday parties in a row and our eating being all over the place, Abby was wiped out. And so she curled up on the couch with me. We stuck a movie in and she just conked out. Little girl was just done. And she woke up and I I really did give her the option Mm -hmm. because she wasn't feeling 100%. And I said, you know what, honey, if if you don't want to go, it's fine. You know, we're not going to be upset. And she's like, no, mom, I want to go. I want to go. And, you know, so even though she wasn't feeling well, I don't know if, if, you know, it was one of those Holy Spirit things that just kind of prompted her to say, you know, my parents need this tonight. Yeah. Um, because we went and, you know, it was exactly where we needed to be. It was exactly what we needed to be doing to refocus on our marriage, to get some dialogue going again. And we would had a little bit of that earlier in the day. And then it just kind of, you know, throughout the course of this evening, um, you know, brought itself up again you know, some of the things that we were talking about. And it was one of those things where afterwards she's like, mommy, I don't feel good. So she was able to hold it together for the two hours that we were there. And then after that, she was, you know, and so for all of you, they're like, really, you took your daughter out. I asked her and she's at an age (laughs) where she can tell me if she feels good or not. And if if we don't have a fever, yeah, we're going. Um, But it was, we did it. I mean, we did it. And it was, it, it was, I was, no, I was just going to say we did that and, you know, it, it was worth it. I mean, there's there many things that could have held us back. Even myself, I was just sort of like, well, do, it's six to eight. And that sort of like sort of messes with my feeding time and feeding time, podcasting time, and, kids you know, to bed time. A, a lot of things that could have, you know, stopped us. And one thing I've listened back to last week's podcast because a number of you have written in saying how much you've enjoyed that podcast when we talk about experiences and, you know, just taking that to heart because we do do that at times. And I just realized that, you know what, sometimes I think with where I'm at, um, just struggling a bit with God and wrestling with him, I I tend to just sort of go, you know what, I don't want to do stuff. I just want to try to figure this out and just taking to heart what Elise and I were saying, you know, experiences and, you know, and last night, even though it wasn't some, big elaborate experience, you know, like heading down to Ecuador and getting my thatch hut and chilling on my coconut farm. Although it was funny because didn't they mention Ecuador? They did. They did mention Ecuador. Um, It's not that, but it was getting out and just experiencing something new, something different. 
you know, Elisa and I just sitting there being able to nudge each other and laugh a little bit and, and talk. It's, you know, those are experiences that we have to take when mm-hmm. we get those opportunities. And I truly believe it was God just sort of nudging us there. Mm-hmm. There were some really good friends of ours that we hadn't seen in a while from small groups. There were new people there that were new to our church that we got to chat with briefly. Okay, funny thing. So uh, if you guys have listened to us for more than one episode and looked into the past podcast, whatever you guys know about the 60 days and the seven days and, and all of that. So there's this room last night, probably 40 people, I'm guessing, give or take, mm-hmm. 40, 50. And probably half of them know us. They've either run into us at church. They've been at a marriage retreat. They have somehow heard about one and everything that we've done. Right. Then there's the other half that has no clue as to who we are or what we've done, which is, I mean, which it's not is like great. we don't go around broadcasting. I mean, we do bring it up when we're introducing ourselves because it, it explains partly what we're saying right. and why we're saying it. But so, you know, one of the things, one of the topics they talked about last night was sexual satisfaction, you know, physical intimacy, that type of thing. And, so, you know, all these people at the end when they're kind of giving their feedback or talking about how they had these aha moments over the financial or over, you know, how to have arguments. Communication. So communication, basically the, like the, the, nine, the nine topics, we'll say, all hit on basically the six, six forms of intimacy. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you go through our book, you, you know it, or if you listen, we, we talk about six forms of intimacy. Yeah. A lot of them were even some of the same steps we put in the book. Yeah, emotional, intellectual, spiritual, financial, recreational, they don't have. Yeah, uh, they did. Oh, they did have recreational. Yeah. Yes, yes, they did. And then, uh, you know, sexual. And so Tony, you know, after all these other people were kind of talking about everything but sex, Tony raises his hand. He's like, well, I want to talk about the sex thing. And so all of the people that know us, and some of you are probably doing it right now going, of course, Tony's talking about the sex thing. You know, and so there were just, <laughs> and so a couple of people who know us very well came up after and said, did you hear all the chuckles as you guys were talking about it? And then... You know, of course, she said, when you guys started to talk about where you've been and what you've done, all the guys are nudging their wives going, how did he get that gig? How, how did he get her to say yes for 40 days? And, and I even, you know, I always preface this to the ladies. Ladies, don't shoot me the evil eye. But at the same time, we applaud all of you who have done a seven days of sex challenge, 10 days, 14 days. 47 I mean, days. Tammy and Kevin, 47, who are the, the recent... <laughs> The um, sixty day, you know, we've the got six those dayers. sixty dayers out there. You I mean, know, it's, many of you have done it, and we applaud you. And you know, that's all to say that you know, being in this group of people last night, making the decision to do something for our marriage, and it was a very conscious decision. We're like, well, you know, let's do this, and you know, it's bringing us back home. Yeah, in time for Christmas. You know, this is. Uh, the sermons and those of you that are attending church are probably hearing a lot of the sermons, you know, about, you know, keeping Christ in Christmas and, you know, it's about the presence of Christ, not the presence under the tree. And, you know, there's all those different plays on the words and things like that. And, you know, part of that is just getting our marriages focused back on where they need to be. It's bringing our marriages back home to the foundation that they need to have to enter into 2012. Right. Because it's so easy this time of year to be spinning in different circles without your spouse. Yeah. And I would challenge you guys out there. And it's something that Elisa and I, you know, it was the aha moment for us and nudging each other last night was, you know what? During this time, 
of holiday season and, and going to see families or, you know, taking some time off of work or whatever it might be you guys are doing for us, you know, we just go up the road to my folks house. It's nothing too crazy, but it's the, you know what? We need to make sure we get our date night in mm-hmm. or a date day in or some sort of time together. And we are trying to do that today. I had a slow day at work and I hopped on over to where Elisa was at Panera. It wasn't a big talking session, but we just sat there together. I have to say this, this was really cool because it was a day that I had just offhandedly said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm not going home at an appointment in the morning. I said, I'm not going home. Elisa got a full body wax for anybody that was wondering what my appointment was. Yes. And which means <laughs> for Donnie. Are you done? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I'd called him after my appointment. It, it would have been really cool though if the adventure could have happened this afternoon. Okay, get over it, dude. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> I'm having a good time with you. So I called him after my appointment because I'd had a funny journey on the way even just to getting my appointment. My contact popped out while I was driving and talking on the phone. Just, yeah. Multitasking 101. Anyway, <laughs> So I come and I offhandedly say, hey, I'm going to be at Panera um, just working on some stuff. I'm not going home right after my appointment. And so I'm sitting there just having my cup of tea, working on this project that I'm working on on my computer. And all of a sudden around the corner, there is my husband. And I have to tell you, it was the greatest little like heart, little pitter patter thing going on because I'm thinking, oh, I had no idea he was going to show up. He told me, he, you know, I mean, he did have work. So it wasn't like he had lied to me when he said, you know, he had to work and all of a sudden he's there. But it was just... He knew where I was, had a little bit of time and just said, you know what? I'm going to go find her. I mean, he could have gone to you know, his other office, Starbucks. He could have gone home. He could have done all of these things. But no, he, he made it work. And so while it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't this elaborate date. I mean, we were both working on our computers and stuff. Um, it was just nice to be sought out today. To have him come around the corner because I was kind of tucked in this little nook um, in Panera. And just to have him be like, hey. So, you know, those are the types of things that you can do. Talk about an inexpensive way to rekindle romance. It it cost him nothing. He just showed up. Yeah. And that's a great way to work on coming back home. I mean, you heard in the in, in the song at the intro, you know, it's a long road. Maybe you guys have drifted far apart. Maybe there's been some hurts that are going to take some time to heal. But, you know, don't get caught up in all of the the craziness of the season and forget that now is a time to head back home, to go back to the, ba- the basics, to go back to the basics, to go back to the foundation of your marriage, to remember, you know what, there used to be a time when I would look across the table and like I couldn't see anyone else because he was here. You know, there was nothing except for her sitting across the table from me. Or if, you know, I looked down at my phone and it was him. Oh my gosh, I'd put the whole world on it. You know, you were there at one point in time. Yeah. So if you're not there now, it's time to go home. It's time to start saying, you know what? Like Tony and I said, just because of December and how the kids' birthdays fall and things like that, our regular beginning of the month date night has not happened yet. And that's, that's just a timing thing for us with two kids born between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But we're already trying to figure out how that's going to happen probably over the kids' break, which I'm sure we'll both need it at that point. <laughs> but you're saying, you know what? We need to ha- make sure we get date night in, in December. Mm-hmm. 
we need to take the time just to have some of the conversations that, you know, what's going on? Let's dig deeper than, you know, a gallon of milk on the way home and this kid's doing this thing. Right. Let's make sure we're on the same page financially. I mean, we talked about this last week and I have to share um, this last week's podcast. Do you have a plan this Christmas? Really struck a chord with some of you and I just, you know, as we're talking about financial intimacy and we're talking about all the different intimacies as you head back home into your marriage, I just want to share a couple of um, insights that you as listeners shared with us. And one, the first one was from Amber. And she said, you know, this year we're spending a lot of money to fly 3,000 miles to see my family's hum- hu- my husband's family right after Christmas. So we've had to be crafty. Literally, I bought felt ornament kits to make 18 adorable winter themed felt ornaments to gift to all of our family. I did it as a money saving endeavor, but I didn't realize how many hours it would take me with needle and with a needle in my hand to stitch these detailed ornaments together. After all the care I've put into them, I definitely don't feel like I'm being cheap at all. I've tried to put as much love and caring into each one as possible, thinking about each recipient as I make their ornament. Now, every time I see a Christmas shopping commercial, I think about how much more satisfying it is to have made each gift with my own two hands and to not have to stress out each time the credit card is swiped. Holy cow, Amber. I mean, Tony, you know, when we were talking about this one and we were both just like, you know, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Because there are going to be 18 people receiving, you know, or however many she makes for the family, but everyone's going to be getting literally a gift of love because of the time that went into that. I think that's cool, Amber. Really, I mean, you heard me speak last week and those types of gifts to me mean so much more, mm-hmm. really. I mean, h- however small they are or however big they are, those to me really resonate because of the heart and the love and the tenderness that's put forth. And it's not just this, hey, it's, it's something that just got bought so, wow, kudos to you. I also want to share AC's um, comment. First thing she did say is that her family's all on board to have a wee bowling tournament. So apparently they're going to be girl. Um, you know, rivaling right us on. at Christmas. Right on. We want to see your bracket. <laughs> In case you didn't hear it, Thanksgiving, we did a wee bowling tournament so get your, with brackets. Get your wee bowling going this Christmas, folks. Let's let's do it. it just and then you can post it up on the one Facebook fan page. <laughs> be rad. People can put up their brackets. That'd be sweet. There you go. Let's do it. There you go. We bowling tournament. One extraordinary marriage Facebook page. Yeah. Um, but what I she, what she shared that I really love is we had talked about experiences in that podcast, and you know, even just having the experience of going to that real talk this last week. You know, that's that's what cements your relationship. It's not the things. It's the time. And one of the things that I can't remember if it was Leo or Suzanne who was talking this week was saying is that love can be spelled two ways. Mm-hmm. It can be spelled L-O-V-E or it can be spelled T-I-M-E. Mm-hmm. Time, in case you're wondering. Because <laughs> Tony's got this weird thing going on with his eyebrows. Yeah, um, and so AC writes, she says, as I get older, I find what I want most is time with my husband and not necessarily things from him. So we decided our gifts to each other this year are going to be descriptions of a day to spend together at some point in, t- in the next couple of months. What I mean is I will give my husband a sheet of paper on which I've written down plans for a totally fun day for the two of us. 
It might start with breakfast at our favorite coffee shop, followed by a hike at the local park, then a matinee at the movie theater, etc., etc. And he will do the same for me. I'm looking forward to seeing what he has planned for us. I thought, how, how much anticipation is she going to have opening this letter or box or however they wrap it at Christmas time to see what he's got planned for her? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like on our anniversary, um, and we've talked about this a couple of years ago, when Tony gave me a card that literally had my night planned out for me. You're getting a massage here. We're going to dinner at this time. You need to wear this because we've got this plan. You know, da 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 it was all done and it was one, you know, we talk about it a lot because for me it was one of the most special nights because I, he, he had it all planned. Yeah. You know, and, and we've done that back and forth where it's been, you know what, I got tickets to a show. We're going to go sh- see a show on my date night or, you know, we've got, I've got this gift card, so I've got dinner taken care of. So, you know, frugal there. And then we've got, you know, we're going to go. Or, or another thing is too, and I know we're just talking about gifts and experiences again because we're in the season. So let's talk about it a little bit more. An, another idea though with what we were talking about, you know, bringing stuff back home. You know, no matter if you've been married six months or 25 years, you know, there are things that you did when you first got together that you probably haven't done in a while. Mm. And I mean, how cool is it to do that again? You know, sort of reminisce, go down that memory lane. Annalisa's smiling. I'm laughing because the very first thing that pops into my mind are all the midnight Taco Bell runs that we used to do. I, yeah. I don't know why that just... And see, mine are the... I'm thinking of like just sitting up on the rock in Chautauqua Park and just talking. Remember that mm-hmm. day with with the... Um, we did that up in Left Hand Canyon too. We did that in Left Hand Canyon. Yep. And we've talked about maybe even trying to make it up Iron Mountain here soon. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe we can try to do that one day when the kids are still in school one morning. But it's just, you know, during this time, what what really hit me was that Elisa and I did our marriage retreat in June. Mm-hmm. And now it is December. And we finally got out and did something else for our marriage. Right. And even though we talk to you guys every week, which we love doing, and it, it brings a lot of joy to us and it, it allows us to dissect our marriage. There are times when she and I just need to sit back and listen to because mm-hmm. we are still a work in progress each and every day. We're still growing and we're still learning. And as each day passes and month and year passes, our marriage transforms and it changes and our, our kids are older. I mean, from the time we started this podcast to where we are now, for me, myself, in my own life, I was, you know, head high into cycling. Mm-hmm. Kids were young enough that I could go off and do an eight-hour clip of a ride and, and not really think anything of it. And Elisa was cool with it. And now it's completely different. For me to go on an hour ride, personally, is plenty enough. My my attitude towards that area of my life has completely shifted. I do a lot of my workouts at home. As many of you know, we have fitmarriage.com and we do a lot of, I just do a lot of my stuff here now. I mean, that's, that's a complete shift and that has caused, you know, some shifting in our marriage and how we approach each other and talk to each other and how we do things when it comes to our recreational intimacy. I mean, I'm more here now. We try to do a lot more together when it comes to that. It's just, 
life changes. And even for myself, it's sometimes hard <laughs> to deal with it. You know, I want stuff to stay status quo, but it doesn't. And we keep growing. And if you have kids, your kids keep growing and things change. And with that change means that we need to adjust ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, I can sense even in myself when I'm not growing, I get very stagnant at times. And you guys have heard it probably where I just get, I'm a little more bitter. I'm a little more coarse. And I think that's just from me trying to buck up and try to go, this is the way I want it. I'm not following God's plan. Really. I'm I'm following my own and I'm trying to over the last number of months, just really dive into his word and find out where he wants me to be in my marriage with Elisa. Yeah. I mean, it's, this is definitely a season of the year um, for a lot of people where there's a lot of reflection and, you know, it's that time to think and, and even to talk to, you know, talk with your spouse Mm -hmm. about, you know, what does our year looked like? What has 2011 been and meant for our marriage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it really hit me because, okay, I'm going to confess here. It's one of those things. Um, A couple years ago, I started when we got Christmas cards, I would put them on the back of our front door. Yeah. And I keep them up all year. I know the the door today, we took them down. It looked very plain. Yeah, we got our first, um, we got our first Christmas card for 2011. And so I had to take all the other ones down. And now I'm like, oh, and, and I have to tell you, it was, a sad thing to take those down because there were a couple of families that I took down their card and we're not going to be getting probably a family card from them this year because I know at least two of those families um, are no longer together. Are no longer together. That's what 2011 has meant to them. You know, other families, 2011 has meant the addition of children, you know, and different jobs and moves across country. And so it's, it was really a time for me just to reflect on all those families as I was pulling them down going, oh my gosh, you know, what, what's gone on here? And, and those ones where I know that they've had struggles and haven't made it to think about them and to think about what 2012 is going to hold for them and their children. And, and, you know, this is the time to sit down and say, you know what? what has 2011 been and where do we want to be in 2012? Mm-hmm. You know, what do we want to, on a large scale, what do we want to accomplish as a family on a small scale? Where do we see ourselves in three? You know, it's kind of the goal setting thing, but some of it's just talking through what's going on in our marriage right now. You know, if we're in a good place, what do we need to put in? You know, what do we need to implement to stay there? You know, whether it's going to, marriage talks, real marriage talks, or it's going, you know, it's saying, okay, we've got this marriage retreat in June and we're going to, you know, we're going to the marriage retreat in Michigan in February, hint, hint, um, you know, or we're, we're going, doing these different things. We've got date night all set up for 2012. We've got, you know, whatever it is, you know, now's the time to say, Hey, maybe we didn't do 2011 right. Or maybe not right, but Hey, it, well, we, we all make mistakes. I mean, trust me, I was talking with a girlfriend today. We all make our, our mistakes, but maybe it wasn't exactly it wasn't what you expected. What you expected. And you know, it's like I was telling my girlfriend today, I said, oh, yeah, if Tony and I, you know, <laughs> let me tell you what we've done in the last you know, few months. It hasn't been 
perfect or right or, you know, I mean, we've made mistakes. And, you know, most of those we share with you guys on the air. Yeah, you guys know. Uh, you guys have heard the arguments. You've heard the, the financial mistakes. You've heard the physical intimacy mistakes. You've heard the spiritual mistakes. And that's all to say, like Tony said earlier, we are a work in progress. And I'd be hard pressed to believe that any of you that are listening to us are not also a work in progress. So take that quiet time. I know Tony had posted up a question. Um, this is Monday night. He had posted up a question on the page. You know, what kind of, what'd you say? Warm drink or hot drink? What kind do of hot, you, hot drink do you like on a cold night? And, you, you know, know, something fun, something fun. But, you know, think about that. And maybe, you know, those of you that actually have fireplaces, you curl up in front of the fireplace one night with a cup of hot cocoa. And you're like, you know what? What are our dreams for 2012? Mm-hmm. You know, have we come back? Do we have a solid foundation? Have we come home? Are we, are we, you know, focused on us? God first, our marriage second. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've, I've heard, and it, it's heartbreaking the number of times I've heard in the last couple of weeks, marriages that aren't making it because that from the top down is all screwed up. You know, and, and, husbands are turning to porn and wives have kids ranked way, way up high in this overall scheme of things. And so, you know, there's just all kinds of mismatches going on. And, you know, it it is heartbreaking. This is a season of family. This is a season of togetherness. And, you know, we say on so many podcasts, but you have the power you absolutely have the power to make a difference in your marriage. And one way you can do that right now in this season, hey, if you haven't done a seven days of sex challenge, what a gift, what an experience that you can give your spouse. Really, really think about this and pray on it. And I know there are snickers every time we bring it up. And and last night even when I brought it up, it, it was very interesting to me because I caught myself getting nervous talking about it for some reason. And here's a guy who's done 60 days and three, seven days. And, but you know, I still am nervous thinking about doing seven days of sex challenges because it takes so much emotional and physical time. Cause it's a commitment. Of, it, it's a commitment and out of me, to give that to Elisa, but it is one of the coolest experiences we've had over the last four years of our marriage. I mean, I will tell you, we will continue to do these ourselves with you, the community each year, as long as we can, but it really does have an impact in our marriages. And if you want, you can go back one extraordinary marriage up on the top is a seven day challenge. Click it. You can watch the videos for each day, mm-hmm. but man, what a gift. Think the day after Christmas to new years, there's your seven days, there's seven days, kick it, kick it in. And you go right into the 2012 with this experience and this gift that only you guys can give each other. Mm-hmm. And really think about that. Take the time you know, and find, you know, find out if, if this is the time for you, because it, it is for many 
just because it's a little bit quieter and yes, it's a little more difficult because kids are home. Totally understand that, but we all can get creative. Videos for during the kids. The day. For the kids. Yes, during the day. <laughs> you can still do a lot at night. I mean shower. Yeah. Bathroom. There there's many there's many things you can do there. And gosh, you know, and I and I say that and I want to thank someone. I want to thank JC. Um we've gotten our largest donation mm. this week from JC and praise you, brother. Thank you so much. Um what a shocker. And to all of you who do support us financially through contributions, being a monthly subscriber to the One Extraordinary Marriage. Um, if you're not, you can do that. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com. It's as little as $3 a month through PayPal. You know, they do it. It's all through them. But thank you all. Uh, it's such a blessing for us to know that we're going into 2012 on such a high note mm -hmm. because you guys love us. Right. And it truly means a ton. Well, and you know, it's been one of those things where, you know, in the last week, so we received that, um, that donation, donation, which was like Tony said, it was a shocker. He printed it out and brought it over to me. I'm, am I seeing that right? Um, and then we were also approached for sponsorship. Mm -hmm. Um, there is now a link on the homepage, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, company had contacted us. They wanted to put a link on our homepage. It was something that we felt okay about because we do weigh all of the content, you know, especially if it's coming from somewhere else, we do weigh all of the content and, and how that impacts you um, and the message that we send through that. And so we've got, you know, a sponsored link on there that is generating a little bit of income for us as well. And, you know, if you've got a company that you want us to consider, we'd, we'd love to do that because that's an easy way to partner up with us. It, it, it's a great way to, you know, um, help support mm -hmm. One Extraordinary Marriage and all that we do. And, and it is, it is so appreciated. Yeah. Um, we know more than that though, that we have your prayers and support and, you know, while we do talk about the finances from time to time, that ongoing encouragement for what we do and how we do it. Um, the same girlfriend that I was talking about today, somehow she was talking with somebody at another church and somehow Tony and I came up and, um, we did, we did, wait, this was after you had, oh, okay. Tony had been there when, um, my girlfriend first showed up and so we're talking and somehow we came up in conversation and, it got around to the woman, the other woman had um, indicated that she kind of knew who we were. And my girlfriend said, Oh, cool. you know, they're the ones that did the seven days of sex challenge. And she's like, Oh, them. Yes. I have heard about them. <laughs> that's right. And I was like, you know what? That's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, it, because we are outspoken because we do, we tell it like it is. And, and we don't, we don't hold back. And you've given us permission to be that way. You've given us permission to do the tough love yeah. sometimes. And, you know, so we, we take these times, you know, when we talk about coming home for Christmas, that, that message is for you to come back to the foundation of your marriage. And it's also just something that we reflect on as we head into 2012 with this podcast. You know, where are our foundations? Mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and ultimately the foundation is you. Yeah, don't hold back either. You, you know, don't we, hold back. we love the comments. We love when you guys don't like when we've done something and you're quick to point it out to us. You know, sometimes there's a little sting there because you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, you don't have to be so quick. <laughs> that's that's just Tony talking because usually I know you guys are directed at him. Um, but, you know, the reality is is that you guys give us a lot of feedback and, and that helps keep, keep us grounded. Mm-hmm. It helps keep this message on track and, it, you know, there's there's no words for that. I mean, you guys don't, just make it a pretty picture. If you don't like something, you tell us. If you do like something, you let us know. And we thank you for that. We thank you for letting this be a place that we can come back to, that we can call home each and every week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're, you're family. Yeah, you are. And, and I was just going through some emails real quick just because I wanted to get some stuff out here for you guys. As we are talking about date nights, I know many of us have sometimes blocks, barriers. Uh, you know, it's it's sort of the thing again after last week's podcast. It's you know, let's have more experiences, whatever it may be. Let's let's go have experiences, Elisa. Mm-hmm. Not just sitting at Starbucks or sitting at the same restaurant for date nights. My good friend Matthew has put together twenty date nights. It's a cool resource. I read over it some ideas that it may get you thinking. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put a link in the podcast show notes. Show notes. Yeah, I was just looking at his link and I'm like, man, this is a little much. You know what? I'll, I'll make I'll make a pretty link for you guys. One extraordinary slash dates. So if that's what you're looking for, you'll go to a site. It r- does require your email to get it. It is worth it in my opinion, grab it. At least it gets you thinking guys and gals alike. Again, experiences. Let's, let's look at that a lot in our marriage and the experiences we're having. It could be dates. It could be sexual. It could be emotional, whatever it may be. But I think that's a lot of what, when I talk to people, that's what we're, we're thriving for. We we want and we're missing it. Mm -hmm. And I'm right here with you. And you know what? Let's let's go out there. Let's thrive. Let's enjoy our marriages because that's what it's about. All right. Absolutely. 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 So with that, do we got anything else? My f- lovely. <laughs> my friend. My friend. My friend. My lovely bride. Uh, we only have two episodes left until episode 100. Yeah. And what should we do for episode 100? I don't know. Email us. Give us some comments below. What should we do? Is it a, you know, you guys throw in a bunch of questions and we answer those questions. I'd love for us to do something. Oh, that would fun. be fun. That would be fun. All the questions, you know, any question you have hit yeah. us up. Okay. So <laughs> let, let's, let's look at that. Or if you have another idea, maybe we can throw something in, but for right now, you or know, if, if you've you, got some comment, you know, if you've got a comment or feedback on, you know, what any or all of the last hundred episodes, yeah, how do we celebrate? How do we celebrate? You, you know, Throw it out there. Throw comments. Throw qu- we'll kind of do it like a, cust- er, a customer, a listener feedback episode between you know questions they have for us and comments you know over the last one hundred episodes. And if you want shout outs, we can do shout outs. Throw throw us some shout outs, and we can get you guys on the air as well. So, all right, you guys, you have a fantastic week. 
We are getting closer to Christmas, but let's remember why we celebrate Christmas it's because our Lord and Savior was born. That is why we're, that's why we are celebrating. Let's hone down. Let's come home to Christmas, but let's keep that between us. Let's, let's get it closer. Us husbands and wives getting closer, not farther apart during this time. Let's cuddle up. Let's love on each other. Let's be open. Let's be intimate with each other. And most of all, let's just, just be so thankful for the dude who was born on Christmas day, although it was July, but the guy who was born to save our sins, save us from our sins. Okay. How many people do you know refer to Jesus as dude? Hey, not it's ma- my one and only. Not ma- not many, but that's not the way many. it rolls. So <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm I know it. It's one saying. of the things I love about you. I know. And we love you guys. So have yourselves a fantastic week. Christmas Eve.